This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome back. This is Silver and Black. Today we are talking Raiders football. Thanks for being with us, whether you're listening to us on 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas or 11.40 The Bet Las Vegas or on the podcast, which we have a growing audience on the podcast. We are blown away. Thank you so much for your support. If you're just listening to it for the first time, make sure you subscribe as well, wherever you get your podcasts, which appears to be for most of you on Apple Podcasts. So go ahead and do that. But if you're a Spotify listener, we say a shout out to you as well. Mo Moten, Scott Branson, and we are in the home stretch here. Okay, Mo, uh, this team, we talked about the absolute ass kicking that the Buffalo Bills put on the Tennessee Titans uh, on uh, Monday Night Football. And and it, the Bills just look phenomenal, by the way. They just it, If you want to see what a team needs to do to be at the top of the AFC right now, again, it's only two weeks in, but right now, look at the Buffalo Bills. That's what you got to get past. But we saw the Titans get banged up. We saw the Titans not do well against the pass. This might be just what the doctor ordered for Derek Carr. Derek Carr coming off two subpar games. Not awful games, but subpar games for who he is and what he needs to do for his team. Uh, we talked about accuracy. We talked about processing. We talked about being crisper uh, and getting the ball out faster. Uh, when you look at this Tennessee Titans defense, uh, what is Derek Carr going to be able to do that he couldn't do even against a marginal Cardinals defense and a much better Chargers defense? I think he'll be able to attack downfield at will. And what I mean by that is he'll be able to get whatever he wants downfield as long as he's accurate. I think that's my major knock against Derek Carr. We talked about the processing and being able to speed up through his reads and just make a quick decision. But also his ball placement has to be better. And that, that was a point of emphasis after the first game that he needed to put more zip on a couple of passes to Waller and, and Devontae Adams, but they turned into interceptions. You saw in the second game, it was it was better, but still his ball placement, his accuracy, a little off. So he has to settle in. He has to settle down again. I think that it just comes down to him being in a new offense. Again, that's not an excuse, but that's probably why you're seeing some inaccurate passes from him. But I think the Raiders can do a lot of what the Bills did because the Raiders have the talent to be an offensive juggernaut. As I just mentioned, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, if he plays, if he can uh, get out of concussion protocol – 
even if he doesn't play, I think between Waller and Adams, they have enough firepower to threaten that Titans defense. As I mentioned earlier in the show, Harold Landry, their top pass rusher, is out. Bud Dupree didn't play much uh, against the Bills. He's banged up with, I believe, a hip injury. That should be a sign that the Raiders should be able to feast on the Titans defense. And I put out an article on Bleacher Report that came out on, on Thursday. And six out of seven of our NFL experts, including myself, picked the Raiders to win and cover. Now, they're favored mm-hmm. by two points when I put that column out. So there's still faith around the league, even with Riders. I know Raiders fans aren't used to uh, the national media giving them some love. But even at 0-2, even a lot of on the people line. are saying that, yes, at, a lot of people are saying that Raiders still have enough talent to dig themselves out of this 0-2 hole, and they can do that starting with the Titans' pass defense, which isn't very good. Yeah, and even at Owen, it shows you, and, and and there is some solace to be had there, right? Because if you're a Raiders fan, I know it's been a tough week. I think everybody's starting to come out of their, their bitterness a little bit, um, which is good, <laughs> as, at least the conversations that you and I are having online. It seems to be getting better. Uh, but I will tell you that the NFL.com rankings came out on on Wednesday, uh, and they had the Raiders at 15. Now, that's not bad for an 0-2 team. You know, there's other 0-2 teams that were 31 and 32. So it shows you that the potential and the fact that I think the rest of the league, including those nasty writers you guys hate because they don't give you love, um, <laughs> they, they believe the Raiders are going to be good. Um, they're off to a, a bad start but they believe that they will turn it around. Now, if something happened terrible in Tennessee, then that might change. But overall, I think, too, that they look at the quarterback and they look at Derek Carr and they say, okay, he's going to do better. You, you, he started off slow. He's had some trouble. But now he gets to get healthy against this, this banged up and, and, frankly, just porous Titans defense. Um, Derek Carr, I, I expect him to have a good day. If for some reason to play devil's advocate, if we saw another performance like we've seen the first two weeks, then what do you what do you do? Because you're in a situation, I, as much as fans, oh, go to Jared Stidham, that's not going to happen. I don't think Josh McDaniels does that, yeah. um, even if he has a bad game. Now, if they have a bad game and lose, if he has a bad game and lose, I don't think he's still going to do that. I don't think fans should have that expectation that Derek Carr is going to be benched anytime soon. Would you? No, he's not going to be benched. He's... However you feel about Derek Carr, just understand he's going to be the starter for the for the remainder of the season unless he gets hurt. Um, right. Jared, uh, Jared Stidham is definitely the backup. You pay Derek Carr to see what you have in him because as we talked about in the last show that this is a trial period. They want to see, yeah. as much as fans don't want to admit this, they want to see what they have in Derek Carr in that offense. Uh, and then they make a decision at the end of the year whether you just leave his contract alone and let it play out or you, you can pull the plug and move on, which we don't think is going to happen. But... As far as the Titans are concerned, there is no reason Derek Carr shouldn't throw for at least 250 yards and have a couple of touchdown passes. Now, the Titans do give up the second most rushing yards on the ground. I remember being in New York, watching Saquon Barkley run all over the Titans defense. And that's why I want to see a little more balance with Josh Jacobs and even Zamir White involved. But as far as getting the yards that you need through the air, I think the Raiders can really run away with this game. If Derek Carr is on point with his ball placement, if there aren't any crucial drops, and of course, if the offensive line does its job, no reason the Raiders shouldn't come close to scoring 30 points. Our score projection on Bleach Report was the Raiders win 28-24. I think that's a fair score prediction for this matchup. There you go. 28-24. You heard it from Mo. Mo, Let me ask you this question. This is some hypotheticals. Um, 
the, the Titans, like the Ra- the Titans are in a much more, I think, desperate situation. They're going to be playing at home, trying to avoid 0-3. The Raiders are going to avoid try to avoid 0-3. The Raiders have just more talent, I think, on the roster all the way around, especially on the offensive side. Um, uh, when you look at the situation, does that does that make the Titans a little more dangerous? Because could Vrabel um, uh, rush? Could 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 they rush more aggressively? Test that offensive line and do some risky things? Because let's face it, at this point, they got to try to win that game. And that's when the Raiders, I feel, should should be able to counter that. Now you're right; they they can test that offensive line even with the guys they got, especially Danico Archery, who Raiders fans are familiar with. If he's healthy, he can move up and down the line. He could pressure the quarterback by himself, especially on the interior. He'll probably test Parham on the inside, being a rookie. But again, they have Josh Jacobs, who's running 4.3 yards per carry. So they and they give it again. Titans are giving up the second most rushing yards across the league. So even if Derek Carr is in a little bit of trouble and the offensive line isn't blocking very well, hand the ball off. Give it to Josh Jacobs. He can run for 100-plus yards against this defense. But I want to bring up another point about the comparison between these two teams. And I'm not saying that this game means more to the Raiders and the Titans because they're in the same conference. They're battling for playoff position in the same uh, – not the same division, but, but a top-heavy conference versus the NFC, which is a little more watered down. But – the Titans, remember, the Titans are in a division with the Houston Texans, the Indianapolis Colts, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. There are no juggernauts in that division. The Titans can <laughs> fall behind Oak Green. I can still see them make the playoffs and even win the division at 0-3 with the Texans and, and the Colts and the Jaguars in their division. With the Raiders, it's a little different. They, I think they have a little more urgency because of the competition. The AFC West is a lot tougher than the AFC South right now. So this is where it goes back to our point where – this is a guy to have a game for the Raiders, and they have to play like it. Yeah, that's an interesting point, and, and I agree with you. You're right. that it, Your division dictates so much uh, as well as does your conference, uh, and AFC is tough, but the, 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 the Titans have a much easier road, to your point, with the other teams in the division there. Uh, Mo, when you look at this game, too, you talked about the betting aspect of it. When you look at it from the perspective of uh, jockeying for that, that AFC West, um, you look at what the Chiefs have done so far. The Chiefs look, you know, I think, I think Raider fans thought the Chiefs would, would take a big step back without Tyreek Hill. Uh, that has not happened. Uh, the only team that we're kind of questioning right now is the Broncos, and you brought up their defense and Russell Wilson still. Uh, people are relishing in the fact that they're struggling, but I think they'll turn that around pretty quickly. And then you have the Chargers who are at 1-1. One one. Looking at these teams right now, it's still the Chiefs to beat, is it not? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, still the Chiefs, and I was going to tweet this, and I know some people are going to give me heat for this, but the, the the separation in the AFC West right now is basically the Chiefs and the Chargers at the top and the Broncos and the Raiders, I was at the bottom, but there's a big gap between the two teams at the top and the Chargers and the Chiefs and then the Raiders and the Broncos, simply because the Broncos, it, it seems like we know both teams could be a lot better because of all the talent they have. 
but they just haven't put it together on the field for whatever reason. The Raiders squandering their big lead against the Cardinals. The Broncos barely beating the Houston Texans at home. They trailed 9-6 to six going into the fourth quarter in that game. Got penalized 13 times for 100 yards, 3 for 12 on third down. So the Broncos are very inefficient, shooting themselves in the foot with unforced errors. And the Raiders had a lot of penalties, and they shot themselves in the foot. And they are not, they're not necessarily putting it all together in the field. So to me, the Broncos and the Raiders are in the same boat. Now, as I said, national media outlets and even myself are expecting both teams to be a lot better as the season goes on. But if the Raiders, let's say the Raiders lose and they're 0-3 and the Broncos somehow beat the 49ers. Now, it doesn't seem that crazy because Oddsmakers has that as kind of a toss-up game. The 49ers mm-hmm. are only favored by 1.5 points. So what they're telling you is, the Broncos are a pretty decent team, and they could possibly steal that game. You know, a lot of people are just picking the 49ers to win. Don't be surprised if the Broncos win. And if they do, and they're 2-1, and one, and the Chargers beat the Jaguars, and the Chiefs beat the Colts, who haven't been playing well, you're looking at three teams at 2-1 and one or 3-0, and oh, and the Raiders at 0-3. Oh this is another reason why I feel like the Raiders got to have this game because you don't want to fall two, three games behind in that, in that division. It's just too tough a division to dig yourself out of a hole and then expect to make the playoffs later in the year. Agreed. And it's it's a tough road. And and I think they're going to do it, though. I mean, you mentioned you and your Bleacher Report staff had the game at 28-24 um, Raiders. And I'm going to go on a limb here. In the, in the couple days since we did our Tuesday show, um, you know, even with Denzel Perryman's status still up in the air, I'm going to go on a limb. I think they put it together this week. I really do. I'm going to say 31-13. I don't think – I think the defense is going to get rest – I think the offense is going to be able to stay on the field, and and you're right that this is a gotta have it game, and I think Josh McDaniels knows that. I think the players know that, and I think they need to go out and make a statement before they get back home to face an AFC West foe, which is another gotta have it game if you're going to stay in the AFC West race. So so I like them to do that, and uh, we'll see how it all goes. Uh, but Mo, um, it, it'll be another interesting one. Yeah, go ahead. There's another point that I. That I would make and Murph could probably attest to this more because he's out there in Nashville close to it. Shout is Derek Henry doesn't look the same after his uh foot surgery from last year. He's averaging just 3.1 yards per carry. Uh not the same locomotive that I that I've come accustomed to seeing before the injury. So the Raiders should be able to, even without Denzel Perryman, as you just said, I think the Raiders have the bodies to stop him, especially if you're gonna drop Abram into the box and have him shoot gaps. They should be able to slow down a running back averaging 3.1 yards per carry. I think oh, across the board, the Raiders' offense should be a lot more efficient than the Titans' offense. Absolutely, and I think it takes – with that kind of injury, it takes a player you know, a while to get back into shape. It just does. It just happens you, you, it, with surgery, especially like that. So we'll see uh, what a factor he is in the game in Nashville. All right, Mo, that's a wrap on our Thursday show. We appreciate you guys being with us. We'll be back with you live myself and Murph on Sunday after the game. So join us for our post-game show where we'll talk and get instant reaction and voice of the fan with Murph from Raiders Fan Radio. And then Mo and I will be back on Tuesday to recap in-depth the game as Mo will be off on Sunday covering the rest of the league. Mo, have a great weekend, man, covering the action on the NFL Sunday, and we'll see what happens with this Raiders team. It's going to be an interesting week. Hopefully fans will welcome me back with open arms. I picked the Raiders <laughs> to win this week. Hopefully I'm right. And they're not throwing <laughs> things at me and said, Mo, you said we're going to win and we're 0-3. <laughs> so uh, hopefully it's a good weekend and it's a good welcome back for me on Tuesday.
Absolutely. All right. For Mo Moten, I am Scott Branson. This has been Silver and Black today. We are an Odyssey original. Make sure you subscribe on the podcast feed when you get a chance, and we'll talk to you on Sunday night. Take care, Raider Nation. We'll talk to you then.